Welcome back to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. Today I'm going to continue in a part two teaching series, giving you an overview of your journey to financial freedom, something I'm personally passionate about. And I hope you're on that journey with us. I hope and pray you're being encouraged and that you are steadily plodding towards the goal of allowing God to have free reign of your life. You see, our motivation is so important. It matters to the Lord as to why we do whatever we do. The scriptures tell us that the Lord weighs the motive of our hearts. And the very best motive for financial freedom is so that you can fulfill Ephesians 2.10 in your life, that you were created by God to do good works, that we are the workmanship of the Lord to be here for this day and this hour. And in the last program, I called you to be a Wilberforce of our society, to stand for human freedom, to stand for financial freedom and to help your brothers and sisters, your family members, those that you work with, to overcome this insidious trap of master money. You see, master money is a deceiver, and master money will lie to you and take you captive, whether you have a lot or a little. And I've seen it on both sides of the spectrum. And so it does not matter how much you have, it matters how much has you. And if a little is driving you to order your life around the pursuit of more, then you've become a slave to master money. And if a lot has caused you to order your life around the preservation and the protection and the security of money, then master money has a hold of you. And you need to join me in this fight. You need to join me in this battle to see that our hearts are liberated from that master, from trying to serve the master of this world. And I believe that he has subtly taken control of many people who name the name of Christ. And some of you may be listening today. And as I said before, if you are listening today and you are free, then come and join us. Come and join us in this stand for human freedom, to be free from the grip and the bondage of this world, and to say no to master money, and to say yes to master Jesus. And that's the essence of God's message about money throughout the scripture. Well, we come back, I'm going to continue this series with some how-to steps. You're listening to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. We'll be right back. It's unlike anything you've ever experienced. Crown Financial Ministries is proud to introduce God Provides, a new film learning experience featuring Golden Globe nominee Dean Jones. What if God told me to do something I did not understand? Through epic storytelling, this series of six short films presents timeless illustrations of God's never failing ability to provide for his people. See the hand of God at work in engaging biblical stories that remain true even today in making life decisions. With each film, you'll receive a companion guide with discussion questions and activities to use with your family or a group. God Provides is available now at crown.org or by calling 1-800-722-1976. To learn more about the films, visit crown.org forward slash God Provides.
Welcome back to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. Today is part two of a two-part teaching series on an overview of your journey to true financial freedom. And holding in my hands in the studio here is a crown money map. You can hear that simple piece of paper in my hands. It has seven destinations on it, starting with destination one and going through the final destination that we call financial freedom. Now, if your want to has been changed listening to this series, then today I want to give you the how-tos. And here's step number one on the money map. Write down your life purpose. It's between you and the Lord, but spend some time praying about it if you haven't done that, seeking counsel, talking to friends, but really begin to search out and discover what does God want to accomplish through you. Now, make it simple. And I would tell you this. It doesn't need to be complex because there's probably about three things at the max that you'll ever be remembered for. And I'll test that with you right now. Some of you probably remember Princess Diana. She was one of the most popular people in our generation, known the world over and loved the world over. Tell me three things that her life counted for. Can you think of them? Do you sort of think, well, I can come up with one or two, maybe three, but you sort of get fuzzy on four, five, or six. Even someone incredibly popular like Princess Diana, you'll struggle to remember more than three things that she really stood for. So make it simple. And on the money map, we've given a very simple chart that will help you to define this. So here's one of the questions. Define your relationship with the Lord in terms of your life purpose, your relationship with your family and your friends, your service to other people, and then find a Bible verse that possibly communicates your life purpose and write it down. And then from those elements, make a single statement, a summary statement of your life purpose. Now, once you've done that, you want to convert it into action. And that's step two on the money map. These two steps will allow you to become intentional to live your life on purpose, meaning to live it targeted towards the purpose of Ephesians 2.10, what God created you in advance to do. Now, once you've written this summary statement of your purpose, you convert it into short-term goals and then long-term goals. What are you actually going to do and to accomplish. And this is a place where you can dream. This is a place where the hope and the joy and the the adventure of being a Christian should come alive in your heart again, and that you can get out of the mundane mire that maybe the enemy has just trapped you in, like having your feet buried in the sand, and each day the sand seems to come up more and more and more, where you're, you're just not moving. Dream and say, Lord, I'm going to get my feet out of this sand, and I'm going to be able to move towards the direction that you've given me. Now, once you've done those two things and you've actually written them down, don't just think about them, but put them in writing. Then I want you to take step number three. And here's step number three. Begin giving. As I say that, I want you to pause just a second, because if the enemy and master money just told you you don't have anything to give, then you just got lied to. And you recognize the spiritual warfare that you're in between these two masters, God your Father and master money, because God has given everyone something 
that you can give. Everyone has something that you can give. And to change your paradigm, to move towards freedom, I sincerely believe that it is a critical and crucial part of breaking the grip that master money has on your life. Here's why. Once you begin to give, it will start to break that habit of materialism. When you begin to think about what's in your hand as it going away instead of trying to get more, you start to think differently. If you start to think how I can be faithful to give this away, then suddenly you're no longer thinking about how I can get more. And Acts 20.35 becomes real to you, that it is more blessed to give than to receive. And I want you to believe that, and I want you to apply that. Number two, if you begin to give, it will cure spiritual apathy. Lukewarmness as a Christian, as described in Revelation 3, is a believer who says, I am rich and I have no needs. Well, start giving and increase your spiritual fervor. Invest in the kingdom of God. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And number three, it is important to support God's causes right now, or soon we will look like Europe, will become secular, will be apathetic, and will be spiritually barren unless Christians generously and liberally give. And give so that you're free to experience the promise of God, that you will experience the blessing of being a giver and not a taker. Here's step number four. Learn to spend money on purpose. Let me give you an example. Have you ever been to an arcade, one of those places where you take your kids and the room's full of the games, all the lights are flashing, there's music, there's sounds, there's motion machines. They're trying to attract your kids to spend a lowly quarter. And it happens the same way every time my kids say, Dad, let's go in there. I want to play the XYZ game. And it's only two quarters. Well, you know what happens next? After the two quarters, uh, I mean, even before they get to XYZ game, there's a game before that and a game, another one and another one and another one. And before long, they've abandoned their plan and they're asking for more money. Now, can you imagine if outside that arcade that there was someone who issued a plastic card to kids who said, we'll give you $5,000 worth of quarters you can spend it now, today, and you can pay it back over 27 years for $46 a month. You know, kids would do that. And that sounds absurd, doesn't it? But 45% of our population today live just like a kid in an arcade, without any plan, unable to control the quarters flying out of their hands and borrowing now to pay later. Now, if you're listening, and that describes you, the light bulb should go off. That is not the way God wants us to invest our life squandering our quarters or borrowing quarters that we don't have. God wants us to have a plan. And we're going to talk more about that plan in the coming days. And I hope and pray you'll pick up a money map and that you'll get on this journey with us. You're listening to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. money God's way can be filled with challenges and many questions can come up along the way. Wouldn't you like to have someone you can turn to when you're not sure what to do next? Well, you do. A money map coach from Crown Financial Ministries. 
MoneyMap coaches work one-on-one with you to develop a spending plan, get out of debt, and practically apply other biblical principles of stewardship to your everyday finances. Your coach will be with you each step of the way to help you make healthy, long-term improvements in your finances. Money Map Coaching is available in person in many areas and everywhere online. Either way, you'll get personal attention that's confidential and free. To find out what's offered in your area or to become a Money Map Coach yourself, call 1-800-722-1976 or visit crown.org. Get connected with a Crown Money Map Coach today. Call 1-800-722-1976 or go to crown.org. Welcome back to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. Today we're finishing a two-part series on your journey to true financial freedom based on the money map. And in Destination One, it calls for you to learn to spend money on purpose. That's the beginning step of this destination to freedom. And in that destination, we also ask that you save $1,000 based on this advice from the Lord. The wise man saves for the future, but the foolish man spends whatever he gets. In other words, the foolish man is like the one in the arcade who just keeps putting quarter after quarter after quarter in to the machines to have a little fun, to have a little entertainment, to get a few tickets, and to go and redeem them for some trinket to set on your wall. Now, that's not what God intended for you and I to do with the resources that he's given us. So I want to read this verse to you one more time. The wise man saves for the future, but the foolish man spends whatever he gets. Now, it's very important to not only hear the word, but to do the word. Did you catch that? Hear the word, do the word. Hear the word and do the word. Don't let these seeds of God's word fall on rocky or thorny soil. Don't let them leave your mind. Hear the word and then do the word. Proverbs 21.10 Wise man saves for the future, foolish man spends whatever he gets. Hear it and do it. It reminds me of the ant. The ant saves without being told. The scripture says he has no ruler or overseer, but he stores up his crop for the winter. He's not being forced. This destination also requires that you set a celebration. And you need to determine in advance when you make progress and you've started to live with a spending plan, and you've begun to save, and you reach your goal of $1,000, that you will celebrate. And here's my recommendation for your very first celebration. Give $100 to someone that you know that is in desperate need right now. And I recommend that you do it anonymously. Here's why. It's a very small practice. It's a habit And if you begin to do the word, that habit that you have today will become a habit later. God wants us to trust him with everything we have. And I recognize that's a big commitment. And it may sound like a strange way to celebrate. But so often we get it backwards where we say, Lord, if you will just give me a windfall, then you can trust me. I'll be so generous. But that's just not true. We're not generous unless we're faithful with small things. And if you will begin by being faithful with a small amount 
the first $1,000 and then learn to give where God directs you that will advance his cause and his glory, then you will see him trust you with more. Here's step number six. Begin to pay off your credit cards. Now, I'm on destination two of the money map. Do you realize that this is step number six and not step number one? Why are we that deep into this program? And I'm just now recommending that you begin to pay off your credit cards because this program is not here to put a Band-Aid over your financial issues. God did not raise us up to simply create a center for financial triage. God raised us up to see that his body is healthy and vibrant and committed to freedom and spreading his freedom and his glory through the way we make resources, the way we manage them, and the way we use them. That is stewardship. That is being a faithful steward who is living intentionally to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servants. And that's why God wants us to exist. Now, once you've begun to pay off those credit cards, now you can begin to increase your savings to one month of your living expenses. For instance, if you earn $5,000 a month, that's about the average annual income per household in America today. Then save $5,000 a month in an emergency account. That's not putting it away in an IRA. That's not putting it away in the stock market. That's not putting it away in a mutual fund. It's saving it in cash. And then set up a celebration so that you can begin breaking that habit of being a slave to your lender. Proverbs 22.7 says the borrower is servant to the lender. And you want to begin to deny master money, that control over your life. And here's how I would recommend you celebrate. Go to dinner and pay cash at the restaurant of your choice. Don't use credit cards. Break that addiction, but go and celebrate and thank the Lord for his goodness in your life that you have reached destination two on this journey to freedom. You may also want to put a poster on your wall. And once you stop using those credit cards or you get one of them paid off, get a big old piece of tape and mark a big X through that credit card. And when people come into your home and they ask you, what is that all about? Well, you can tell your story and you can have fun with this and you can be a witness to others who also need to join you in this journey. Start talking about this openly. Don't keep it a secret. This is the greatest battle that you're called to fight right now. You and I are the Wilberforces of our culture, and we're fighting the forces of hell that want to keep men financial slaves. And I say that with all biblical authority behind me, that financial bondage is no different than any other form of slavery or entrapment that Satan will use to take captives and to destroy them. And I want us to take it seriously, and I want to be a help to you to experience the victory that God has in store for you so that Ephesians 2.10 can come alive in your heart. Well, we're going to finish up when we come back. You're listening to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. We'll be right back. Tired of struggling to pay your bills every month? Are you ready to get out of debt? Well, the way out isn't to make more money. It's to learn to manage what God has already given you. And we have something that'll help you do that. 
Crown Envelopes. Crown Envelopes from Crown Financial Ministries is one of the most advanced money management systems ever. Crown Envelopes will help you easily create a home budget online and connect it to your bank and credit card accounts. Then, Crown Envelopes will automatically track your spending, update your budget, and tell you exactly how much you have left in any budget category. Crown Envelopes gives you access to your financial information 24-7 from home, work, even your cell phone, so you can always know where you stand financially and make informed decisions. Take control of your finances today and sign up for Crown Envelopes at crown.org. With Crown Envelopes, you can become debt-free. Again, Crown Envelopes is available at crown.org. Welcome back to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. Today we're completing part two of this series of laying the foundation, laying the groundwork for you to get on the journey to financial freedom, to turn your back on financial slavery, to say no to master money, and to say yes to our master Jesus Christ. So many of us get stuck in the middle, trying to serve both, trying to find our security and our peace and our happiness and our comfort in the things that money provides. Now, you don't have to take a vow of poverty, and you certainly don't have to seek prosperity. It begins with being faithful with what God has given you and getting on a plan when your want to is changed and then you have a plan of how to. When you begin that plan, when you begin this battle, I want to alert you today that you will experience a tremendous amount of resistance. The parable of the sower said that when God's word fell on the soil, three out of the four results were bad. Either the seed was stolen by the devil, by the enemy of your soul, or it fell on rocky soil or thorny soil. And it's interesting that in that thorny soil, the thorns are the deceitfulness of wealth and the worries of this life. And those are the two things that will cause you to remain a financial slave, whether you have a lot or a little, and it's going to require perseverance. I love what Spurgeon said. He said, it's what you keep doing after you're sick and tired of doing what you've already been doing. Perseverance is just continuing to fight the battle. I read another recent quote by a man named Edelman. He said, we must not, in trying to think about how we can make a big difference, ignore the small daily differences that we can make, which over time will add up to big differences that we often cannot see. Well, I so agree with that quote because along the way, along this journey to freedom, you are going to have faithfulness in small things that will add up to a big thing. And that big thing is going to be worth the price you pay to get there. So what about you? Are you ready to turn your back on master money and to say yes to Master Jesus Christ? Is this the day that you hear God's voice and you say inside, I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm going to start on a plan. And this plan will be fortified 
by the strength the Holy Spirit will give me. I pray you'll join us. I pray you'll be the Wilberforce of your generation, that you will personally become free and you will make a bold stand against financial slavery. And you will say the Lord Jesus Christ did not call us to be in bondage. He called us to be free. And when the Son has set you free, you shall be free indeed. Well, I hope you've been encouraged today. We're here to help you. Let me know if your heart's responded to this message and you're going with us on this journey. Thanks for listening to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. We'll be back again next time.